When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Good morning, welcome back. Thanks for listening, you guys. It's Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. By the way, big thank you to My Talkers for all your generous donations. We partnered with Alight to do the doable. Uh, My Talkers for Ukraine, it's still a way for My Talk listeners to give directly to Alight, who has teams on the ground in Poland helping Ukrainian refugees. So, You've already helped us helped us to raise over one hundred and twenty five thousand dollars. Woo! So thank you so much to our partners and our friends at Alight who are turning these donations into real help for the people of Ukraine. If you heard some of the audio from some of the interviews um, from the various my talk shows, you know that that went to help buy wheelchairs for some of the elderly refugees who, you know, were out there in the cold for hours upon hours. So that helped them uh, get over the, you know, the border to Poland. It just the, they're putting that money to great use. So thank you. Amazing. Amazing. Yeah. We're going to keep accepting donations all week. So just go to our website and use keyword Ukraine. I just wanted to throw that in there. Very important to say thank you. So thank you. Thank you. Okay. Guys, I'm really sad. William Hurt died. This was out of nowhere. This was very surprising. And then the word, you know, he passed away 71 years old. Natural causes is what they say. I that be- feels too young for natural causes. I believe that he had um, prostate cancer that had advanced. Would that be considered natural causes? Cancer? Is that what we're doing with cancer now? It's just. I don't know. I don't really know, understand what that term why it's used in some cases and not in others. No, I'm looking it up. 71. He was in one of my all-time favorite movies. You know how we always ask people, if this, what's a movie that if it comes on, you have to watch it? Mm, should we guess? Yeah. Mm, broadcast News? You got it. Oh, I nailed it. I love Broadcast News. He played a TV anchor who was kind of not very bright but got all the money and all the credit, whereas uh, James, is it James L. Brooks? Who, right. who played the smart reporter who just didn't look great on camera. And so it was just uh, Holly Hunter's in that movie. He did win an Oscar in 1985 for Kiss of the Spider Woman. He was also in Children of a Lesser God. He was in A History of Violence. Um, you might know him from The Big Chill. Really good actor. I really enjoyed him. R.I.P. William Hurt. Yeah. 
So I guess here's some other things of like causes of natural death, I guess, do include heart disease, cancer, hmm. respiratory diseases, stroke, Alzheimer's. Jeez. Huh. That's so, quite a blanket term. So basically everything, unless you are in some kind of accident. I guess. Or are murdered. murdered. Yeah. Hmm. Somebody else emailed, by the way, and said, these people are nuts. Only murders in the building is incredible. Oh, really? Okay, that's great. Of course. All it's right. funny. You know, when I de- when I defended it as part of the My Talk Awards, I just sort of said it was like a nice, you know, chicken dinner. You know, it wasn't like the flashiest thing ever. That's right. how it I feel about Ted Lasso. Exactly. But it was, you know, every, every now and then you just need a Steve Martin, Martin short comedy to warm the cockles of your heart and tickle yeah. your funny bone. The cockles Get over go cold. It, Donna. What did I do? And there's, you know what? Truthfully, though, Rocco, there is a good mystery. Same with Mayor of Easttown. Try solving it, episode one. I bet you don't. It's right? a good mystery. There are real, legitimate twists and turns in it, which I think is what they blend so nicely together. Is the the comedic writing, situational stuff that happens there. And then the twists and turns. It and keeps Selena you Gomez guessing. Is, is fun. She's a love good Selena Gomez in this, and she's kind of like a good like okay boomer type character yes. that kind of balances out the old timers that are carrying it. You know, Nathan oh. Lane's in it, Donna. I know. Jane Lynch. Jane I know. I love her. But you I cut your see- hair short. You look like Jane Lynch. Thank you. Who interestingly plays Steve Martin's body double so in the or in the show? Very funny. The writing is just so good. I think when before she came in, I was almost ready to give up on the show, and then she just like took it up a notch. Donna, come on, Donna, you guys, you do it. Listen, two thirds of the show has watched it. That's great. That's fine. That's nobody wants that's to. Yeah, because even if I show. start watching it, I'm not. Well, yeah, talk we don't want you to it. talk about it. Correct. Boring. Right. So true. All right, I'm going to... That's why we let you watch Housewives. Right. I never get to talk about Housewives, because nobody else is watching No, you do. Usually 9.30, Dawn's here, and you know, and then I just, I do a little, that's when I chew my mint snuff. Did you guys watch the hockey game Saturday night, the high school hockey game? That was something. No, you know what I was watching quite Hmm. a bit of? I shouldn't say quite a bit, a little bit of? So I'm I'm hearing like the Olympic theme and all this stuff going on, and I'm like, I, am I crazy? I thought the Olympics were over. Oh. No, the Paralympics are going on in Beijing, and we've got five different athletes covering three different sports from Minnesota. They've wow. already claimed three medals. So shout wow. out to Max Nelson and Sidney Peterson and Aaron Pike and Mike Schultz and uh, Oyuna. I'm going to screw up her name. Uh, Yuren Chimeg. She is, um, uh, what do you call it? The, the, the shuffling of the thingy thing. Curling. She's a curler. (laughs) She's a curler and she's amazing. And she didn't know how to curl before. And she learned after she was disabled. Wow. So these guys are doing really, really wonderful things. Anyway, I digress. No, didn't watch any of the hockey. It was good. A lot of people say it was one of the best games of all time. It was overtime. It was Maple Grove versus Andover. I just looked. The hockey hair. I believe Andover did. Wow. Um, And I, uh, the, um, the hockey hair uh, video is out as of yesterday. I might have to go watch that. Oh yes, that's always fun. So it usually goes up on YouTube, right? Yep. 
It's called Flochella this year. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Uh, that's great. I love it. Um, I love um, this also. Jamie Lee Curtis. <laughs> Women can relate to this. Guys could probably relate to this, too. She says, you know, she's been championing, championing, um, not using filters and not doing Photoshop on magazine covers and things like that for years now. And now she says she's done sucking her stomach in. She goes, I'm releasing every muscle I had that I used to clench in to hide the reality. She's got a new movie coming out called Everything Everywhere All at Once. And she, she said, I'm not doing anything to my appearance. You know, in in a world where there is an industry, a billion dollar, trillion dollar industry about hiding things and concealers and body shapers and fillers, she's done. So she's like letting out her stomach. She's just letting it go. That's, yeah. I'll, uh, Steve, I included the trailer to that movie. Yeah, I'm trying to find her in this. She's in the very opening scene. Oh. With the gray hair, it's kind of like a, like a blunt cut Mm. opening scene oh yeah there she is there she is she's just letting it all hang out and i love her for it yeah all right we'll link that up thanks steve absolutely donna Alrighty. we got a study no we got food news. we got a little food news today yeah we've got uh, some disgusting ice cream flavors that nobody asked for but now they'll be (laughs) available in walmart and we deep teased it at the beginning of the show where to get your pizza pie on pie day deals we will break that all down a little food news coming up with don and steve on my talk hey steve drop and give me 50 okay well really yeah i'm very motivated by clear instructions when it comes to fitness well then you should join the y they offer personal trainers who can help you reach your wellness goals with guidance and accountability join the y by march 17th and get 17 dollars enrollment with no dues till may 29 30 join at ymcanorth.org hello Welcome back. Thanks for listening. It's Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, where talk is fun. We are joined by DJ Rock Lobster. And we got a little uh, news to share with you that you might be able to use. Welcome to Donna and Steve's. Can I interest you in some food news today? Yummy. Yummy. Ah. Yeah, is it though? I love ice cream. I'm even open to some interesting new flavors. They gotta be the right flavors. Yeah. Walmart now has mac and cheese ice cream and pizza ice cream. Hard pass yeah, on this. This yeah. is Kraft mac and cheese flavored ice cream. It's back. It's available at Walmart starting today. They partnered with an ice cream joint in Brooklyn. It's called Van Leeuwen. I mean, so it's kind of cool. The collaboration seems interesting. And I guess I have been, I've tried some weird ice cream flavors before that surprisingly, the title sounds unappealing and then you try it and it tastes good. When they launched it on Mac and Cheese Day last July, this sounds about right. There was a poll that found 43% of people said, okay, I'll try it. 48% said, no way. And 9% were on the fence. (laughs) I would... I'm, well, let me ask it this way. If you had a choice between the two, pizza, ice cream, 
Hey guys, thanks mm. for coming over. Dessert is coming out next. Yeah. Uh, mac and cheese, I see some hands, or pizza ice cream. Well, first of all, <laughs> I don't think it's as weird as you might think. Because if you were having mac and cheese, what would be your drink of choice to go with it? You want me to say milk here? I do. I think oh. <laughs> also people, <laughs> but drink, people drink milk with pizza or spaghetti. So it might not be as weird of a combination as you think it is. You know, I'll, I'll hang up and listen. Ice cream is so sugary, though. Like ice cream has such a sweetness oh, sure. for you to pair this savory with mac and cheese. I don't just I I sense a Ick. yes. That's how I feel. Mm. How you feel about my mouth sounds is how I feel about mac and cheese flavored ice cream. It just sounds kind of oh my gosh. Okay, I'll give you that. I think we should try it. I recently had uh, at Baby Zito, I think. Baby Zito has, they're the ones who have proven me wrong on the stump that I'm talking about right now. Like I had like a ham sandwich flavored ice cream once and I thought that sounds gross. They're like, try a little spoonful of it. I was like, that's pretty good. Okay, who are you speaking of? Baby Zito. They're in uh, Malcolm Yards near us. They're also in the uh, Uptown Wedge area. Yeah, and they've got a, a a head chef there, Ben Spangler, who thinks up all of these weird and wacky ideas. He was a guest on Twin Cities Live many times, and it's always a crazy ice cream thing, and he says it, and you're thinking, Ben, no, you don't mean this, and then you try it, and it's good. I wouldn't say, like, I'd want pints and pints of it, but, you know, my one serving of it was pretty darn good. Okay. Hand sandwich. Yeah. I, uh... Bonus. Yeah, so the the Van Leeuwen Kraft macaroni and cheese flavored French ice cream, it's just, their picture is just three big yellow balls of ice cream, which that's it. I just don't want to see, we deal with a lot of mac and cheese in this house. And the idea, like think if you had a scoop of vanilla and then somebody made macaroni and cheese, but then they let it chill. They put it in the fridge and then they said, do you want me to top your your custard there? I could just put a scoop of macaroni and cheese on it. Cold noodles. Horrible, right? It sounds horrible. Not. It doesn't sound horrible. It doesn't sound like top choice. Pizza? You want, you want shavings of... Here, do you want me to shave some pepperoni on top of your Neapolitan ice cream now? But I mean, bacon works with donuts and ice cream... There must there must be some maybe there's reason. something we're missing. I think so. I don't know. I don't know, Steve. Uh, it's National Pie Day, everybody. Three point one four. I think I think I, it's three point one four six seven. Are those? Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, 
Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. The next two numbers of Pi, the number that goes on and on and on and on and on. Uh, a bunch of pizza places are going to have deals today, including $3.14 pizzas at 7-Eleven. Mm. The all-you-can-eat pizza buffet at CeCe's is going to be available for $3.14. Just find a CeCe's. Whole Foods is giving uh, Amazon Prime members $3.14 off of apple pies and cherry pies. That's nice. This is it great? Taco Bell's got deals. Let's see. There's Blaze McDonald's Pizza. has a deal. Marie Callender's. Boston Market. Hey, has shut a up. buy one get one deal on pot pies. Huh. Margarita deals. There are all sorts of stuff. Steve, you'll link this up, right? Not this list. Oh, okay. Do you want me to? I don't know. I guess people right. could just Google. <laughs> we gave them a lot of restaurants that aren't even in this state. Go to a BJ's. Okay. That's where they sell Pazuki at BJ's. What's Pazuki? Thanks for asking. Pazuki is one of those cast iron cookies, cast iron skillet, and then there's a cookie that fills the whole cast iron skillet, and then ice cream on top of it. Yum. And when I was in college, BJ's uh, restaurants are huge in Southern California. And oh gosh, it was just all the, the college girls were like, girls night, let's go get Pazuki. And it was just one Pazuki, we'll split it. Who cares? <laughs> this was 20 years before the pandemic, guys. Uh, we used to just live and let die. Oh, Pazuki. Oh man, we're going to get Pazuki. Is that a made up word? Let's find Pazuki here. Do they have Pazuki here? Someone's got to make a version of Pazuki. It's like a cookie sandwich with ice cream, right? Yeah, kind of. It's like an sandwich. open face. It's like an open face. You know, you can get an open face roast beef sandwich. I got you. I understand I like an the open term. face. I found a handful of doctors with the last name Pazuki. <laughs> is that right? Yeah, Dr. Pazuki. Babak Pazuki is an endocrinologist in Joliet. Oh. Wow. Yeah. That, you search? Where's that? Tennessee? Uh, Chicago area. Oh. Chicken in a car in a car. Can't How go. are we spelling? Oh, there is P I Z O K I E. Yeah. Yeah. P I Z O O K I E. Um, if you go, just search Pazuki, and you'll find well, a whole bunch. You can make it fryer. Home. But you know, it looks like Pazuki is like a combination of pizza and cookie. Yeah, that's what we're going with. I guess that is why. Is it because just the shape? Because it's a big cookie. Yes. It's as I'm big sure. as a pizza. Yep. Yep. That's yep. it. I'm glad or, we figured or this out. Or no, it's is it? Uh, well, I guess it is pizza. Yeah, because of the Z. I was going to say, is this like a pie cookie? It's a pizza pie cookie, Steve. <laughs> I a pizza pie. Well, let's order a pie. Uh, <laughs> I'd like to order a large pie. Oh. Whatever. If I'm with someone and they're ordering a pizza and they call it a pie, I'm leaving. Well, don't yeah. go to the East Coast. Bye. It feels really try hard. I don't know. Money Monday is coming up next. Uh, oh, March Madness starts this week. We've got Ooh. some mind-blowing money facts about that. Tourney, that and more coming up next. All right, we're back. That was quick. 
Thanks for listening, you guys. It's Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, where talk is fun. <laughs> hey, see, there's the fun we've been I looking for. It. Yeah. Oh, it's Monday. Man. It's 1130. You know what that means. Come on now, let's talk some money. Money. Oh, good. Let's talk about money. Money Monday. There are more things in the world to buy. It's Donna and Steve. Than most people have money for. So, so. Money Monday. Choices have to be made. But mostly it's Steve. Happy March Madness Week, everybody. The Thank NCAA you. basketball tournament is here. The real deal action kicks off on Thursday. Technically, games begin tomorrow. There's a play-in game, stuff like that. But the March Madness that we all know and love uh, starts on Thursday. Here's a little roundup. Let's talk about big-time money that gets thrown around this time of year. An estimated $10 billion, billion will be wagered on March Madness games this year, which is about 30% more than the Super Bowl. By the way, four billion of that ten billion will be bet illegally. Wow, it's pretty exciting. Is it? You got well. You got a bookie back home, Donna. I don't. Living in Jersey. I'm not a gambler. I, you know me. I'm not. I oh, like safe. Yeah. I like to keep it everything on the up and up, safe, safe. Yes, queen. Yeah, I. I always told you, if I were on um, cash cab. At the end of the ride, if I had $400 that I won, and he said, double or nothing on this video question, I'd be like, bye-bye. Donna, go you, now. Give me my $400. You don't even go double or nothing in our games where you and I can't win anything. I don't want to lose a point that I earned. <laughs> Woo. Boy, quick, uh, since it's Money Monday, I don't know if you were all frequent checkers of your 401k, but... If you're not, I would suggest not looking at it ah, now. Why did you say that? I told my wife, who really is detached from money stuff, and we're, we're trying to change that. We all want to be at the table, but, you know, she handles some things, and then I've sort of siloed and handled that stuff. I said, so our 401k is at blank, and just this year, it has lost this many thousand dollars. And she said, again, Donna reminds me of my wife in too many ways. It's getting irritating. She said... Why would you tell me that? I said, because we're, we're not even going to touch the money for you know 25 years. It's good. We like the dips. These are good now. If you're far away from retirement, they're fine. But man, whew, she taking a beating. Um, anyway, <clears throat> I'm I am sure not you're doing far fine. away from retirement, so <laughs> you really didn't need to say but that. But you know what? Your investments are probably different because the closer you get to retirement, often the, the risk uh, aversion goes up and you want to get into some safer place i'm sure you're fine it's you know it's crazy to have very risk heavy uh portfolios you know what i'm talking about Bonello. for sure nice money talk bro yeah (laughs) the annual revenue for the ncaa last year was nearly 1.2 billion dollars and the ncaa distributes around 170 million of that to division one Schools, it's it's big money. This is why they're starting to allow college students to make money off of their name, their 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 likeness, their image, all of that kind of stuff. Because God knows the NCAA, NCAA is making a ton of money off of these kids. Can you explain? Probably not the divisions, and when someone says, "Oh yeah, you go to a Division One school," 
Uh, th- let's look at that just from an athletic standpoint. Okay. They're the biggest and the best is the really easy way to understand it. Okay. Division two, smaller schools, smaller budgets, by and large, would not be able to compete with division one schools. How many all that divisions well. are there? I think there are three. Okay. And then it goes to NAIA. It's a whole thing, which has multiple divisions within it. Okay. Uh, college basketball's highest paid coach is Kentucky's John Calipari, who makes $8.1 million per season. What? That's how much college coaches can make? That is correct. Whoa. I mean, here, let's do something real quick, okay? Mm-hmm. I'd like everybody to stop and think of your paycheck, okay? Okay. It's going to take me a minute. Hang on. Talk amongst yourselves. All right. Um, every paycheck pre-tax... Pre-tax, John Calipari gets three hundred and seven thousand dollars every other Friday. Wow. You can create a good life, guys, with that. You can you can alleviate a lot of financial stresses if your every other Friday check is three hundred and seven thousand. Yeah, but keep in mind he's got a lot of pressure on him. Probably works a lot. I'm not saying he doesn't deserve the money. You get the money where you can. I He's know. in a good industry. What Great. I'm saying is, is life as enjoyable as you think it is when somebody's putting? Because you got to, you have to perform, and you have to, sure. you have to keep performing in order to keep that income. Yes. Yeah. You have to take on that daily stress of the job. However, you can wipe out all other financial stresses if you so choose if you curate your life the right way there's never a car payment again there's never uh did we pay that off did we save up enough for that give you give yourself a few paychecks and all of that is taken care of the house is paid off all of it 307 grand every two weeks the house might not be paid off because guess how much that house probably is not not three hundred thousand dollars this isn't his first year making 8.1 the guy's been a coach for 40 years the amount of money that he has, you wow. can just alleviate Retire. all financial. What are you doing, dude? But then they love it. They love to compete. Wow. Corporate bosses supposedly lose thirteen point eight billion dollars due to quote unquote unproductive workers during the tournament. The average <laughs> worker, <clears throat> I don't know. The average worker spends six hours watching games. They even probably a decade ago, maybe more, created the boss button. So there was a website that you could go to where you could watch and have split screens of multiple NCAA tournament games up, March Madness games. And then in the bottom right-hand corner, it said boss button. So your boss walks in oh, and yeah. wants to do the walkthrough. You hit it and it turns into an Excel spreadsheet. That's and funny. then hidden in the Excel spreadsheet, it just says in one of the cells, click here to return to March Madness. <laughs> but now the bosses know. They're onto it. Even people who are not fans become pretty invested if they do NCAA bracket pools at work or online. We should do this with Donna this year. Okay. The odds of finishing with a perfect bracket, guessing all the games correctly, is one in $120 billion, which is why sites like ESPN say, hey, it's our free tournament bracket challenge. If you get a perfect bracket, we'll give you a million dollars. Because the chances are one in 120 billion. Hmm. That's if you know something about college basketball going in and you consider how the teams are seeded. If you're a non-fan, if you're Donna, who just would guess based on something arbitrary like flipping a coin, 
the odds would soar to one in 9.2 quintillion. Yeah, you should fill out a bracket. Have you ever done that before? Yeah, I actually won one year. Did you really? Yeah. Don't bury the lead. Tell us I, when and where. Um, I was working at another radio station, and we did a little bracket, and I won like, I don't know, 200 bucks or so. Whoa. So I didn't win the, and I think I won one of the, I don't know how it works. I had somebody pick my my stuff for me, though. Okay. I cheated. Thank you. I have a little bit of money news about Tom Brady, of course, who announced that he is coming back to the NFL after a long 40-day retirement. He's back. He's going to play for the Buccaneers, coming back for, what is it, season 23. It's insane. Well, get this. This is a bummer for this person. Just hours before Tom Brady announced that he was coming out of retirement, someone paid $518,000 for what was considered at the time to be Tom Brady's final touchdown ball. I know! Do you understand that the moment that Tom Brady (laughs) throws another touchdown, that ball is almost worthless? Dang. Maybe that guy should take out Tom Brady, man. Just take out his knee with a crowbar. Rocco. Oh, Rocco. Just put that out in the universe, man. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, are you doing, man? Come on, man. You can't can't abuse. She's trying to. 500G, man. Is that what they say? G? 500Gs, yeah, I guess. Yeah, Yeah, G's a thousand. Okay. That's a lot of money, though. For that to virtually go away just like that, that's tough. That's a tough pill to swallow because once he throws one more touchdown, now you have his second to last. Then after three weeks, he's thrown 10 touchdowns. Now you have Tom Brady's 11th to last touchdown ball. It's just going to go down and down and down. Oh, it's brutal for that person. Oh, man. Can he sue? No. Okay. That's a risk that you do when you have a guy who's already hinted at maybe coming out of retirement to spend half a million dollars on his last touchdown pass. Nobody thought he would come out of retirement this early. We didn't even get the training camp for him to get the itch. But man, that's a that's a bummer for the guy. Even if there were some there was some writing on the wall that that could be the case. Yowzers. Hmm. We uh, we all gonna do a bracket together? What's our plan here, man? Let's try to win some money. Yeah, yeah, yeah I would like sales to. Sales does one of those, right? Yeah, we'll just wait to get it. Sounds had, good, guys. I had been in a bracket for years where you could win like close to, I think I was getting close to $2,000 by the end of it. And it was only about 25 or maybe 50 bucks to get in. You get two brackets, so you could take a favorites bracket and then a flyer bracket of just, hey, let's give this a shot. And boy, if you fill out a bracket, even if you do it by flipping a coin or very quick research or whatever, it makes the game so much more fun. It's like the Super Bowl. It, it, you'll you'll then suddenly be interested in it, no matter if you were a football fan, no matter if you're a college basketball fan. We're filling out a bracket, guys. Okay. We're buddies. We're going to win. When we return. Is that legal, by the way? When we return. Oh, boy. Hillary Duff uh, looks back. She was on this cover of Vanity Fair years ago with some other big-name female celebrities. And you would think, wow, real high point in her uh, career. She is opening up on how she really felt about being beside all those other peers back in the early 2000s. We'll tell you who was on the cover and what Hillary Duff was really feeling when we come back. It's the Don and Steve show on my talk. Boy, Uh, big afternoon. Anybody have big plans this afternoon? Not really. No. What's our plan? We we need to talk about this one time. What's our plan for how often we can talk about if any of us at any point 
get summoned for jury duty. I don't think we should talk about it. If I ever get summoned, I think I'm going to want to talk about it ad nauseum. I would I know, turn but it I don't into think a. You're supposed to. I think it's supposed to be like just. No, be, that you. The only thing you can't talk about is if you are have been selected for a jury. Then they say like you know, all right, now you're not allowed to talk. But if they say we want you to be available for the next two weeks, there's no moratorium on what you can say about that. I'm asking that question. <laughs> right? There's not. There know. can't be. You're not about anything. I think everyone should just err on the side of caution and just do the right thing. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game. And you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. I think it should be turned into an ongoing promotion where it's, will this person be here today? Did they get selected? Hey, Rocco, did you see that Licorice Pizza won for Best Comedy at the Critics' Choice Awards? No. I don't even know what the Critics' Choice Awards are. Who are the... Is it like a, an amalgamation of all the critics or what? It's like the Rotten Tomato on? Awards? Yeah. I don't know. Oh, Billy think Crystal a- got the Lifetime Achievement Award? I think it's often a, a, a decent predictor of Oscar success, the they Critics' Choice Awards. A lot of people are saying now that the year of the power of the dog is looking like the favorite. Mm, I don't know if I'm going to see that one. I liked it, okay? It's you subtle, did? yeah. It seems long and like not a lot going on. It is very subtle. If you can't get through Only Murders in the Building, a 30-minute Steve Martin, Martin Short comedy, I don't know if two hours of Benedict Cumberbatch going method acting is going to do it. Yeah, I'm not going to watch it. We should have a segment where we just talk each other out of watching things. Yeah, so whatever the opposite of let's make a list is. It's funny. And we never do make a list either. We really don't. No, because we're all very noncommittal. We don't... None of us like doing... None of us want to be told to do what the other two are doing. That is so true. That's what it comes down to, actually. And you know, how much do you think this hurts poor Rocco's heart? Because he wants, in his world, we're seeing a matinee every day <laughs> together at some probably mom and pop joint where he has to hand crank the projector in the back for us to see it. <laughs> I mean, we don't have that kind of time. He doesn't have that kind of time. Um... I'm still trying to figure out who's behind the Critics' Choice Awards. I don't know. The I'm, critics. I'm guessing some critics. You know, yeah. the critics from all the the, the, the the Rotten Tomato people, you know, don't they take like all the, like Hollywood Reporter, USA Today, all of them. Right. RogerEbert.com. The American Canadian Critics' Choice Association. Thank is you, that what it is? It's so highbrow. I'm like, I know, I keep clicking. I still don't really know who these people are. Who are the shadow people behind these awards? Yeah. It's a huge red carpet. It's it, it's like the Globes in that it's a who's who. You get television, you get the movies, you get all of it together, all on the same red carpet. A lot of famous folks there. And And they were on early. Yeah. Because I had them on, I don't know, five-ish yesterday. 
So what was that like on? Like the CW o'clock. or something? Yeah. 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 And then that would be three o'clock in Los Angeles. Was anyone hosting it or do they just have a rotating? Is it sort of like the SAG Awards? I didn't really notice. It was kind of on in the background. Hillary Duff. <laughs> she was looking back at her 2003 Vanity Fair cover. It was back then, 2003. Wow, almost 20 years ago. Unbelievable. 19 years ago. The cover was, It's Totally Raining Teens. That was the cover shoot. So imagine this. Here's a time capsule. She is on the cover, uh, Hillary Duff, alongside Lindsay Lohan, Mandy Moore, Mary Kate and Ashley Olsen. And you're thinking, okay. Uh, this is like an exciting day, right? She's there with all of her peers, all from that same time. Uh, who else was there? Alexis Bledel. What year? E- Evan Rachel Wood, Raven oh. Simone. Uh, this is 2003. Wow. So they had this stacked cover, and you would think that this would be a real high moment. Um, she was, BuzzFeed has this full thing where she's talking to Vanity Fair now, all these years later. And they said, was that a career high? To which she responded, explain career high. Going on to say, I remember being like, this is cool I was included in this. But no, this was a very high stress, anxiety inducing day. I guess this would be like Donna, if they said we're going to do a magazine cover of radio powerhouses. And suddenly there you are, shoulder to shoulder with just consider the Twin Cities contemporaries. Would that be an anxiety-inducing day of like, oh, now we're all there together, squeezing into one cover. We don't. People think we know each other because we work in the same industry, but we don't really know each other. Rumors have been spread in the tabloids about us, and so there's this: do we have beef? Don't we have beef? Kind I would of a be thing. Okay with it. I I have no problem with it. I know most people in this town. Oh, I, Steve, I've been. It doing radio in this town since 1992 or three. And you did it during a like single out and about, let's go out, happy hour, all that kind of stuff. You just I know, run into each other at, at charity events. Sometimes yeah. you're on a panel together. Sometimes you work together and then that person leaves and goes to another radio station. And then you're at a concert together. I feel like I know virtually no one in this industry. That sounds accurate. <laughs> <laughs> like, when would I see anybody? And anytime I get, you know, we get these press releases that are like, hey, we're going to do a grand opening of this. Do you want to come? Some people really enjoy that. That, oh, this is great. What a fun Thursday evening this will be. Whereas I'm thinking, absolutely not. Not because I don't wish you well. I hope it goes well. But I'm not getting a babysitter for that. <laughs> That's what it comes down to, right? Yeah, I guess. Rockwell oh. knows a lot of heavy hitters in this town, too. I don't know anybody anymore. You do, too. I know. I used to hang with uh, Don Shelby. I saw he was in the paper this week, and he had some strokes. Oh, jeez, you know Rockwell. I know. I didn't hear that. No. Yeah, I didn't. I had no idea. Okay, that's sad. But oh. he's recovered. Okay, good. He's good. learned to speak again. But yeah, he was, oh my he's gosh. one of the bigger heavy hitters. Big heavy with. hitter. Absolutely. Wow. I used to work with Lori and Julia. Yeah. Wow, he name-dropped and brought the room down. Wow. Just That's, saying, okay. I try to keep it topical and newsworthy. Thanks, Rocco. Oh, yeah, there's a write-up in the strip how Don Shelby learned to speak again. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Well, good. We wish him well. Yeah, no kidding. My goodness. A Shelby not, 
Right? Yeah, I have a picture of him uh, helping me tie my tie. I'll have to send that to you guys. Do you know about the Shelby knot, Steve? No. Oh, well, it's a a way to tie your tie that he popularized. Oh, is that right? Mm -hmm. I think so. I think of other popular people that Rocco knew, and then I think of a bolo tie, because that's how Rocco described the Dalai Lama's nose hair (laughs) at one point, which turned out to be a total fake news. Oh, my God. There wasn't any hair coming out of his nose. We saw the exact picture Rocco was referencing. And Rocco spewing fake news about the Dalai Lama. Honest to goodness. I swear to God, he had nose hair down to his lips. I I look at the picture and I don't see it. There's none. Extremely well groomed. Were you doing any kind of... um, Mushrooms? drugs? No, I don't think so. All right, just checking. Just checking. Okay. All right, guys. Well... This has been fun. Let's do it again sometime. At its moments. Yeah. Uh, Tuesday, we'll be back for a show. That's tomorrow. Wow, sneaking up on us. All right. Enjoy your afternoons. Love you. Bye.